Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Wolves Weekly, sponsored by MyDieselClaim.com. Hello there, I'm Mikey Burrows, and welcome to a a really special episode of Wolves Weekly, a reunion between three people who captured the imagination of Wolves fans like no other, really, in 15 years of covering this football club. I've seen plenty of highs and lows, and, and probably too many lows to really go through. But the second part of the 2014-15 season was a remarkable time to watch Wolverhampton Wanderers as three players in Nuadiko, Benikafobi and Bakary Sacco came together to, between them, score 30 goals in 21 games that took Wolves to the brink of a playoff place. In the end, they just missed out on the playoffs by goal difference. Nobody had ever got as many points as that Wolves team up to that point and not made a playoff place. What could have been? Bakary Sacco left that summer, Nuradiko got injured the start of the next season and Benikafobe was gone by the following January. The magic had been and gone. For the first time in eight years, Wolves Weekly has brought the three men back together to talk about their time together, however brief it was, at Wolves. And the success they had, the emotions that they brought out in between each other, and their thoughts on the supporters who sang their names oh so proudly. It's magic, you know. Dicko, a phobie, Sacco. When I first joined Wolves, I was, like, really excited. And to be honest, my debut with Wolves, like, helped me a a lot like to get settled in England so yeah I was I was really excited to to join this such a big club because obviously it didn't go to plan right for the for the first couple of years yeah and and I I don't know how you felt about it all like did you feel like you'd made a mistake no I knew I knew I knew I knew like that was a big club and like 
um, I was gonna do everything to try to put the club where it belongs. So I did my best. Like obviously, the first season it didn't go as we planned. And uh, after that, I think we got promoted. Then we finished six. Like I think, and we built. I think uh, what world is today. There was a turning point, really, and I always kind of make out that that turning point was when we played Rotherham in about December of the League One season, and a guy called Nuidiko scored a couple of goals against us, and Kenny clearly thought that guy's pretty good. Let's go and get him in our team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried to do the scout. I was like, bro, who is that French guy like who wants to score a hat trick against <laughs> us? I was pissed, and I was like, you know what? I think we need to try to get him like with us, so. Maybe you get a chance to get promoted. Then, when he came, bro, like the connection was was crazy. And you know the thing. And we play against Benik. I think he was at Bolton that, that time, and we killed him. And Benik was like, "Whoa, I need to join. I need to join them." <laughs> I need you to remember? Join them. Yeah. I remember. I remember. We play I remember Benic. that as well. Yeah. And yeah, the the thing is like yeah, I re I remember like it was yesterday. Like the connection between us three was something unbelievable. So Benny, when you joined, Bakary was away, yeah. wasn't he? So your first couple of games, he's not there. But I, I'm guessing you knew exactly what you're going to get in terms of a teammate when he did come back. Yeah, I remember that like it was yesterday as well. I remember training. I was fortunate enough to have worked with Kenny at Millwall just before he went to Wolves. So when I came in January, um, obviously back wasn't there. We'd done well. I think I scored my debut. And then the second game, I won again. But everyone was like saying, oh, wait until you see this guy when he comes back. This guy. I was like, I played against back before. And I knew his qualities from watching the championship. But when you're training with the guy every day and you see the presence and the fact that when he's there, he used to bring the spirits of the players up. You know, because they spoke so fondly about him, even when he wasn't there. And then I just remember him walking back into the change room. Everyone was like, oh, bag, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And all this stuff. And it brings more than just quality on the pitch, you know, just giving that kind of high spirit to, um, to a lot of the players in the change room and players looking up to someone. So it's something that the connection we have and had, it's, not, it's nothing that we used to try in training. It was just natural. I don't even yeah. think the same teams in training. It just happened. It just happened. There's only once in your career you will have something like that. You know, we've gone yeah. on to playing for different clubs now. Uh, we played for different clubs before. But everyone always talks to me about our time in Wolves. That six months was yeah. incredible, for sure. Are you aware, Nua, of, of just how few games that you actually started together? Do you know the number? No, haven't me. Go on, Benick, Bakary, do you know the number? How many games you actually started together? In the summer, back left, and I played that season, half the season, I played 21 games. So I would say, and I back didn't play for the first two, so Noah could be right, 16. So you actually started 13 games together as a three. Oh. Have a guess, uh. have a guess, all three of you, how many goals that the three of you contributed in those 13 games? For me, at least 30 goals, minimum. Huh? How many? In 13, in 13 games, I think, I, between I think us three, minimum 30, 30 goals. 30 or 13? 30. 30. 30. No, you think so? 
Yeah. Between goal and assist, oh, I think. 30. It's impossible. I say 20. Tell me. Well, at least 30. At least 30. The, in terms of just pure goals, not assists, and I, I love that Bakary brought in assists because that shows exactly the kind of player he was. He's, he's driving up his numbers as well. Yeah. It was 20, <laughs> 24 goals <laughs> between the three of you in 13 24. starts as a 24. three. 24. Wow. So I was close. That's a lot. That's a lot, man. Like there was 10 for Benick, 8 for Nua, and 6 for you. Those are remarkable numbers, right? Yeah. When you're on a pitch and you're playing with such big players as Nua and Benick, you know, like, sometimes if you don't score, you know those two will score. So, like, we wasn't worried about, like, scoring goals or winning games because we knew, like, naturally, if I don't make the job, like, to score the goal, I know Benick will score. And if Benick don't score, Nua will score. So the thing is, like, the connection between us three was like like crazy. We knew like before like starting the game, we knew like one of us three will score today. Going yeah. onto the pitch with like such as big advantage for the, for us was like massive for the team. Yeah, I just want to say that the best thing for me I got from playing with these two guys was that nobody was selfish. Nobody wanted to do their own thing. No one thought that um, I had to score today and not pass it to him. You know, there was there was times when I saw Sako celebrating my goal more than me when I scored or vice versa. You know, it was never like, oh, I want to... It, it, just, it just drove us all to be better for ourselves. But we loved playing and have a person score. You know, um, I remember one time against... Because I'm talking about myself in this situation. Against Bournemouth away. And um, Kevin McDonald gave me a pass and I scored. And I saw Sako and Dicko coming running quickly just to celebrate. Celebrate, no, yeah. Was... <laughs> 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 Boy, just give me good, good jobs, bro. Man's got good jobs. Yeah. Never told you, Sako, eh? Back, I've never told you this. But when we used to watch clips of the team on Friday, Kenny Jackie and the team, and we're seeing how the, the other team played, I remember one time I was, I was looking at back. He, he couldn't see me looking at him, but he wasn't even looking at the video. He was like, this really <laughs> I was like, this guy is confident. I was dying, no, but bro. He, he was not even know, looking at the team. That's the big thing, like, having such a confidence in your team and your teammates, like, you don't even need to look at the opposition. You know, like, you was going to, to do the job to get the free paint at the end of the game. Yeah. So I think that wasn't, like, arrogant or something. It was just, like, self-confidence and confidence in your teammates like going to a game knowing like you was going to do the job like no matter what no matter what is the opposition or something like that you knew like you was going to do the job so for me that was like a very big thing like for us to to go yeah. into game yeah, sure, 100%. what to you made it so special Noah? i think like benix said and bakari said it's like you cannot explain you cannot train it and you cannot, uh, you know, it happens once in your career. Like Ben yeah. said, I've been to different clubs. Even though you, you might get uh, friendly with people, but to get that special connection that you cannot just explain, you just know going to, into training, you're looking forward to play with them and going into games, 
you're even more looking forward to, to, to have them because you just know that that year Bakari assisted me, I assisted him, Benik assisted me, I assisted Benik. It was just, uh, you could play, you, you know, if I was the Kenny jacket, I would just put the, the front three and then play, put anybody else in the team. <laughs> I swear, because you, games, it was like, uh, we would just win the, the, the game just because even if we were 1-0 down, you just look around, you know, you have Benik, he can score at any moment. Sako can score from anywhere on the pitch. When I say anywhere, it's really anywhere from <laughs> anywhere. Yeah. And, and uh, I was there. That connection I had with Benik and Sako, it was uh, just amazing. And sometimes I, I look yeah. at uh, some of the goals. And I don't think we realized how special it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And it. Oh, six months. I, I never realized it was. I think I thought about it at the time, but now you say it again, it's even more unbelievable because it looked like we play at least one season, one full season. Yeah, yeah, true. It's true. For sure, we now, would have won the league. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course, of course. The quality of those two was like, you could give Noah like ball form. Like, I remember like giving him hasses from my own box. Because I knew, like, yeah, if yeah. I pinch the ball, like, behind the defender, it would bully them, like, push them and go, score. And, like, the thing is, like, with Benic, is, like, everybody's talk about, like, Riyad Mahrez, first touch. But you you need to see Benic's first touch, like, <laughs> like going, like, oh, my God, full pace. Like, I, I, I remember like, Kevin McDonald's, like, gave him I'm... balls, like, over the top. And, like, he was running full pace and his first touch was like i was like how is this guy doing this man like he's going like i don't know like I remember his... miles an hour and his first touch was like clinical going just in front of the defender and I, I was, I was like... like man i was like those guys are unreal man so like in every situation we could score goals like crying like oh, i don't know man this was like crazy this was crazy yeah it was perfect was just like... the, they have different strengths complement each other all very very yeah. well yeah yeah you know yeah. i think till this day till this day i've never played with someone like back and i've never played with someone like dico yeah and vice it's like we knew we like we yeah it's like we didn't even train about it like it's like it's difficult to explain it's like we knew like if you no. give the ball here benik would have it if you give the ball over there noah would have like it's that's I don't know I don't know. The, yeah, the, the 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 worst thing is like we didn't we never train about it. It's like it just happened. When you say that you didn't train, see like fans will be like, obviously you did train the stuff. So, but you're saying that there was never a point where you were like no, working each other never, out and we never no no. It's like Kenny Jacket was giving us like I don't know the tactics like. Uh, for the opposition we we will meet but the things between us we never trained that like ever no. ever i remember this. like um i think my last game was against millwall and uh i scored i, I think yeah. the last minute and we took a corner like at two so benny gave me the ball like we never trained that it just happened yeah. benny gave me the ball we never and i that. let the ball go and score and it just happened like that 
we never trained those things like it's like it was just natural and i, I you know it's hard yeah. to believe but you can trust us like we never trained like combination like stuff like that like we were like just finding each other on the pitch no. and it just happened like this it was magic <laughs> it was magic. Yeah, literally it was magic <laughs> Yeah. So, but this is what fascinates me, right? Because how newer and Benick, how do you know then not to make the same run as each other? Because you both want to score goals, you both want to get in, you've both seen what back you know what back we can do. So, how do you stop yourself in that moment, Benick, going like, I'm going to do I, exactly the same run, you and then you're what? like Newer's alongside you? Because naturally, I think me and Newer's games were different in the sense that Newer used to want to go in behind more than I used to want to come to feet. So automatically, mm -hmm. we weren't even in position, you know? So, like, um, there'll be times when Noah will be like, okay, I'm going to go on the left 10 minutes. I'm going to go on the right for a little bit. Oh, Saka wants to come central. We're just all very different, but we could all complement each other and fill in different positions. Mm -hmm. So I think Noah and I are more central strikers, but we're two complete different type of central strikers. And goals that Noah would score, I remember against Leeds, I think I crossed it for him at home and he scored some angle where <laughs> I would never score from. Like, we were just very, very different. But yeah. it was perfect. There was no competition because the stuff that Bakri can do, we knew that I can't do that. Noah can't do that. The stuff that Noah does, me yeah. and Bakri knew we can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're, just, we're, yeah. just, we're just all different. There was no comparison. We yeah. never, I never went home and dad were like just... Loving them guys, you know. I've never had that so much like that in from other clubs. I know at other clubs there's always this guy that wants to do this or do that. But with yeah. us, it was just like, oh, I'm gonna go play with my friends, and yeah. I love playing with these guys. And yeah. one of us is gonna do something this Saturday. If it's not me this yeah. Saturday, it's gonna be me next Saturday or the <laughs> Saturday after that. And I have two regrets: one, back leaving in the summer, <laughs> and two. Noah doing his ACL. Because you know, when back left, we thought maybe still me and Noah could do something. But unfortunately, he got an ACL after maybe two games or three games. And for mm. me then, it was tough, man. I've literally gone from three out of three to one out of three. And it never yeah. felt the same for me. And I had the opportunity for Premier League. And that's the reason why I left. You know, I just didn't feel comfortable without being with them two. Yeah, I didn't feel yeah. as confident. Noah, talk to me about that. Because the 29th of August... 2-1 win against Charlton was the last time you played with Benick. Obviously, mm. Bakri had left in that summer and that was it, basically. The, the magic had kind of gone there. Gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trust me, I, I remember this this day until uh, until today, to be honest. You know, uh, it was like um, a very big injury. And uh, I remember, like, uh, this season, going into the season, we knew, like, Bakari had left. But uh, we still had that connection, Benik and I. So yeah. we were, like, yeah. we're still very happy to play with him. And I think Kenny Jacket trusted us a lot uh, to, to be the front two. So playing with Benik was, was still, like, a, a joy for me. And I remember him and I, we were, like, really... The main men, you know, feeling, feeling like it at, at the start of the season, and we were really enjoying yeah. playing with each other. And I remember this uh, injury came, and 
you know, uh, it was, I didn't know at this time that, you know, it was really the end of uh, uh, Benik, uh, Bakari and, and, and me. But yeah. uh, after when he left in January, it was normal. You know, I think he was still doing really well for, because, you know, he didn't have uh, Bakari and me and he, he was still doing good. And when he left, I was really happy for him, but I knew I was losing a partner. I would find it uh, anywhere else. Yeah. And yeah. I can I can say today I didn't find that, and I didn't find another Bakari circle. Also, yeah, but you know what? We had the chance because you know when Wolves called me this summer, they told me, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna try to get um, Noah and Benik, uh, you know, to do that TST tournament in USA." Yeah, like, you know. What? I'm down. I'm 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 going. And then, <laughs> then they said like, yeah, new at East Club, like didn't let him go. And Benik was, I was like, no, nah, man, that was a chance I for us to, to be to be reunited again. For, for so, sure, we have to we have to wear the blackness again. Yes, 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 for, yes. We have to do that for, for sure. 100%. Wolves Weekly with Mikey Burrows, brought to you by MyDieselClaim.com. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Betty, did you ever try and get Bakri to stay? Yeah. <laughs> my time had come i gave yeah. everything for the club even like through relegation i stayed when i had the opportunity to go i really wanted like to honor my contract and give the best to the club so i think they knew like when my time has come to play like League football like i came in england to play League football and they was like you know what but that's your chance like just go and do your thing. No one blames you for going. I remember watching you being in tears on that final game. Yeah. And, yeah. and you gave everything for the entire time that you were there. But when we talk about the fact that yeah. you scored, like, between the three of you, it was 30 goals in 21 games after Benick arrived. That it was so magical. And there will always be a part, I think, of a lot of Wolves fans, and probably the part of the three of you, that feels yeah. like, Oh, what could have been? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. But you know what? I, I, you never know. Yeah, you never know. So this happened to us, like this magical thing happened to us. But you never know. Imagine like if we stay for like maybe one more season and things didn't go as planned. So I think for us, like to live on that, like such magical thing was like for us, the, 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 the best thing was the best thing for us. Because I think it was the Ipswich game 
that was a couple of games before the end of the season that was kind of the the big like one where if we beat them we'd probably beat them into a place in the playoffs and and then you know the, the momentum that we had at the time that you probably look let's face it it would have been a great chance of winning the playoffs and then the three of you in the yeah. Premier League obviously Bakri and Bennett you played in the Premier League do you think the three of you would have been as effective and as good together in the Premier League as you were in the Championship? For me, we would have killed the Prem. We would have killed 100%. 100%. 100%. Like, no, like, everybody knows I'm a very humble guy, but I know if, like, going into the, the, the season we finished, I think we finished seventh, like, on goal difference or something like that. If we were going to the prem, playoff, we would destroy the playoff, like, 100%. Like, nobody, like, wanted to play against us, like, literally. And I know, like, if we, like, we were going to the prem the next the season later, we would have killed it. We would have killed it, for sure. We would have been, like, Sterling Suarez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Nua, when you look back on, obviously, what you achieved, and I guess that it's that one thing of, of not being able to play in the Premier League, that's kind of that one thing missing from your time at Wolves and time in England. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, like, uh, I think uh, that time uh, at Wolves was a great chance for me to, to, to play in the, in the Premier League. And so when I left, I was a bit sad, but, you know, it was a part of football. You have to, for sure, I would have loved to play Premier League with Wolves and to, uh, with Sako and, uh, and Benik. It would have been amazing look at how we are talking about uh, us three and we played six months not even six months of football yeah. together imagine one full season of premier league together i think uh, we could have achieved a, a lot uh, a lot more for us and for ourselves also because when you have that connection with the with the players it's easier to to perform every weekend and that's why we did because we had that special connection and I think if his connection and going to the Premier League, it wouldn't have been easy, but I think we could have done some really good stuff uh, together. 100%. You know that there was only one game that all three of you scored in. So there's obviously loads of games where like one of you or two of you scored in. There was only one that all three. Do you know what it is? Was it at home against, um, not Huddersfield, but... I think we won 5-2, or I don't know who against... Um, might be, might be this Was game. it Rotherham at home? Yes, Rotherham yeah. at home, 5-0, yeah. was five the nil. only game that all three of you scored in. Yeah, I remember scoring at the end of the game, like last minute, <laughs> uh, right foot. I remember that game, yeah. Uh, have a guess, all three of you, who won the uh, Players and Fans Player of the Year that year? Kevin McDonald, um, no? Wait. I don't remember. Stearman. Oh, yeah, probably Stearman. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so between you, you scored 30 goals in 21 games of that season. And Steers, the central defender, came out with both of the Player of the Year awards. What happened? <laughs> no, That's but fine. the thing, like, That's fine. like people, yeah. <laughs> People forget, like, I think about the rest of the team, but our team was, like, unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah, like, we had in the middle, yeah. like, Pricey, Kev McDonald, like, Steeman, Danny yeah. Buff, Scott Goldborn, 
bro, that team was epic. Mm. So that was us three who was scoring the goals and that, but with, uh, without them, we couldn't do anything. So we exactly. were like finishing the action and that, but they were like running like crazy, like giving us the ball, like serving nerves on the yeah. plate, everything. Yeah. So that wasn't only us three. The whole team was yeah. like unbelievable. That team, I don't know how we didn't make the playoffs, to be honest. Yeah. You know, our yeah. team was actually really solid. And I've played in the championship since, and I feel like um, the quality of championship back then was much higher than now. That's true. So, but that season was, uh, I think, the first time a team that got 78 points and didn't make the playoff. The playoff, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Just, just our luck, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. See, this is the oh, difficult one for Benick, right? So, if that team of 2015 oh, came up against the 2018 team, Benny, who's winning? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> they won the league or we won the league then by a country mile you know so I can't be biased and because of my boys back and Noah I can't say that we would have won yeah you know that team was special with, with Neves and Diogo Jota and Helda Costa them players were also really good yeah, you know? yeah and yeah. I think that um, however if you catch Noah back and me on a good day like i said we could be anyone so in a one-off game i would say the the frio beats them but over a long season yeah the second the team that actually got promoted would win what was it like Bakri, watching kind of bennett go back and and be part of that team that that steamrolled people in in the championship yeah for me that was like it's like I was still part of the of, of that journey because what we built uh, before was like for them to continue like the process and get back to the prem because we knew one exactly. day wolves would get back will get back to the prem. So for me, like I was keep watching the games, like uh, like even like people when um, people were watching wolves. Like, oh yeah, that's your team's playing, and like I'm as like I'm not I'm, I'm not in this team anymore. But like people like remember like oh yeah, that's your team, like, that's your team. Like, so for me that was like. I was really pleased to see them like succeed and even today when Wolves are playing like I'm still watching even though like I'm fine yeah I know like nobody in this team anymore but it's like it's one of my favorite clubs so I'm still watching them playing was there a level of pride as well Nira in in seeing Bennett go back and and play the part that he did because I know Bennett didn't like me bringing it up but because I know it didn't end entirely the way he wanted it to but I was watching some of the videos back today and there's like goals against like Burton and away at Bolton and against Birmingham in the pretty much the goal that can that seals the promotion back like and the one away it leads for Bennett like where he lobs the keeper from like 30 yards I mean it was it was an unreal contribution to to what was a great season and I didn't know whether Nira for you because obviously you left it at the start didn't get to see Benny when he came back that you know to yeah. see him contribute in the way he did and help on that journey I was uh, really pleased uh, for him you know because I remember you know this goal against Bolton I, I have I have it in my in my mind because I remember that first touch that Bakari was talking about is exactly this you know i think it was a long ball for from cody 
and then uh, Benick's touch was amazing, and he just like score, you know, one of his goal. When you think, oh, how did he do it? You know, and of course I was I was happy for him. I don't know, you know, between uh, Riyad Mahrez and Benick, who's got the best first touch? You know, he's tight. You know, he's tight. He's really tight. Like we talk about Mahrez because he's playing in a big team, and but bro. That's tight. I'm telling you, bro. I was like watching bro, him these guys doing get my crazy up, things, bro. bro I was watching him doing crazy things. It was like I was like, how is he doing it? Like he's running full pace, in behind, and the first touch is still clinical. And I was like, bro, this guy is something, man. This guy is something. Love my brother. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> that that's true, though. That's true. That. Though. Thank you, guys. So if we merge the three of you. We'd have an unstoppable player, Ballon d'Or winning yeah. player. For sure, for sure. 100%. 100%. That, I'm not even joking. That's a fact. 100%. That is a fact. <laughs> yes. We've gone on to have our careers, but I'm always following. Like, if you if you wanted to test me on what back has done since or what new has done, you know, I'm always looking, always looking. Yeah. yeah the same yeah, way we yeah. follow Wolves, still we still follow all each other's careers. That's true. That's true. That's true. Now that you've kind of brought it up, we have to mention, Bakri, as much as we love you, you know what I'm going to say. Why did you go and join West Brom? <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, I have a story to tell you. You know what? You know what? Listen, listen, listen on me. Listen. Go on. You know what? You know when I, when I left Wolves, I was about to join West Brom straight away. You know, because they were playing in the Premier League. So... Uh, I finished my contract at Wolves and like uh, West Brom offered me a deal to play for like three years in the Premier League. So I went to West Brom. I've done the medical, everything. They gave me the contract. And you know what? My agent gave me the, the pen to send the contract. And I was like, you know what? I can't do this to Wolves. I, I, it's like I can't. So I was in the training ground at West Brom with the pen, the contract. like, And I was like, you know what? Let's go. I cannot do this. So we took all of our stuff, we left the contract, and we get back to France. And my agent was like, you know what, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'm sure. I cannot do this to, to my club. So I left Wolves. So I signed for Palace. And when my contract finished at Palace, I was like, you know, I broke my ankle. So and I was like, you know what, I don't know. I think three, four years later, like if I signed for West Brom, I think maybe the Wolves fan would like, would be like, Mm, you know what? And so I signed for West Brom. The thing is, like, I played for like two months at West Brom, so it's, it's not like like it's not like I played for like two years. So I played for them for like two months, and then I went back to Palace. So, but yeah, I know I understand like the rivalry between like those teams. Like, I understand, but I think the the true Wolves fan, like, are not like angry after me for joining like West Brom maybe three four no, years later. Of course not. But I still remember like receiving some messages. Yeah, I hope you're gonna break your leg. We will never. F I was like, bro, <laughs> I gave everything for you. Like four years later, I signed for West Brom, and you still like mourning about it. I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. But you know, but that's that's part of the game. That's football. I imagine like if in France it would yeah. be the same thing. If someone played for Marseille and then go to PSG, like Marseille fan, we would be crazy. So, but yeah, I know. I know, I know. But that's fine. I didn't play for long for them, so that's okay. See, we would never, ever, ever condone that sort of message. Though what I would say is that is how much you were loved, I think, 
in, in yeah. that even then like it could have been 10 years later and people would have still been like no I, he's he's I old gold yes i know i know you know when when i've been to us this um, summer with uh, the wolves uh, team it's like i've seen like fans coming from all over the world like remembering me like if it was yesterday and i was like you know what those guys like really love me so it the the, the, yeah. the love between each other was like crazy and i i realized like how the wolves fan was like special for me because it, it's hard right noah because you know when you have the bond that the three of you had with the fans and i say we talk about the song that immediately bakery was singing as soon as we started this recording like you know it, it means something and, and sometimes i think fans need to hear from you guys that it meant something to you guys as well of course you know like we every time i see bakary or benik we sing about the we, we yeah. sing the, this song and sometimes even my family members would, would sing it to me <laughs> you know that's as how soon much as I, turned, I turned on the computer my us. wife was singing the song that's why i i say I, <laughs> I, I turned on the computer and my wife was like dick off i was like relax man <laughs> you say sometimes we forget how much we we gave some yeah some happiness to some and some uh, i'm someone i i don't like to go too much on social media sometimes i will tweet something and i see the reaction of old fan it uh, gives me a, a feeling that uh, i cannot even explain you know but it's like yeah. they still remember me they must remember bakary or benik and you know like uh, i think uh, uh, we need like a proper reunion not only uh, on internet because my internet is very bad. <laughs> need oh proper... yeah. <laughs> Do you remember playing against Birmingham away? Because Birmingham's dressing room is like underneath one of the stands. Mm -hmm. And before the game started, we could hear them banging, the fans banging, the change room, on top of the change room. Change room, change room was like that. Jig. You know, you know. <laughs> before the game, and I thought to myself, wow, you know, because normally fans normally sing your song when you've done something well on the pitch, or if you yeah. scored, or if you've assisted, mm -hmm. but they were mm -hmm. singing it before the game, and they, they were yeah. banging, and I just looked around, and it gave, it, the song was about us free, but it gave the whole team goosebumps, yeah. thinking, you know yeah, what, if yeah. you get the ball to one of these guys, they're yeah. going to do something for us. It was natural for us, but when you think about all those all those things, you like, wow, this was this was something really magic, yeah, yeah. You know when you said you didn't train earlier on, and that everything was so natural. When did the dancing come into it? Who initiated it? And did you at least <laughs> practice that between the three of you? Yeah, yeah. This 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 was like we've practiced before. Yeah. You know, we were like like every single week we were like, hey, you know what? This weekend when we score, like it's not like if we score. We were like this weekend when we score, we do this one. When we score. And after that, oh, you know when we score, we do this one. When hey, that was <laughs> that was crazy. We practice more the dancing <laughs> than the combination. <laughs> Uh, I remember, I remember like those celebrations. Yeah, that, that in the change room, we just used to the music, you know, yeah. 
this could be the most controversial question I've ever asked on a Wolves Weekly. And it might be the moment where the three of you suddenly fall out for the first time in eight years. Who was the best dancer? <laughs> I, think, I think it was many. It was many. It was many. It was tied between Bakker and Vinik, and I was just trying to, to, to copy them. <laughs> Yeah, bro. I, I love I love to dance, but yeah, it was tight between me and Benik. Noah was just like following us. Benik was. <laughs> you know, like uh, Sadio Mane copied the celebration. I was yeah. like him. <laughs> Benik's made a return. Bakary's made a return. Uh, please, Noah, if there's ever an opportunity to get the three of you. <laughs> back just even at Molyneux you don't even have to play we'll get you back and I'm sure, sure. we can get one more rendition of the song going around Molyneux for sure for sure for, for sure. sure I would love that going back it's sorry guys Wolves Weekly, brought to you by MyDieselClaim.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.